0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with a very special episode prompted by a lot of great news in the fighting game community and specifically in KOF. We got new trailers. We got gimme making polls. And we got Neo dojo announcements. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a great time to be a KOF fan. And today to talk to me to discuss... These things that are so important to us, I have the rest of the goons,
1: hell pockets, and
0: manchas. How are you guys doing?
1: I'm doing all right. You know, uh, yeah. I think it's the first time in a while we've all been together for a podcast uh, since Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, and it's always uh, special. It is special yeah. occasion. Mm-hmm. It's a
2: Neo fun. Dojo special.
1: Ooh, yeah. I've got yeah. four beers
0: ready for that. Oh boy uh, So uh, let's get down to the nitty gritty folks uh, There's been a lot of news In FGC Universe And specifically for KOF And how many trailers are we down at this point? Uh, I believe five. Five
2: Yeah five Because uh... we got all of Team China And then we have Team EOD Which apparently includes Joe
0: that got is about that. the discussion on Twitter, and I feel yeah. like people are fanning the flames to
1: that, ironically. <laughs> like, they don't mean to. Like, I, yeah. I see some people trying to uh, explain why that, t- that team may work, why that teaming may work, and I'm just, it's painful, man. I'm like, dude, no. It's, it's not. They're just, just throwing shit at the dartboard. Not that that's bad, but. Um, I, I I just don't believe it's real. Okay, I'm still in denial. Like you know, I, I I have never seen Joe on any other team other than the Fatal Theory. So this is this is a hard lesson for me.
0: Well, let's let's break down the the timeline that happened. Right, that's mm-hmm. kind of just thrown us for a loop with this last uh, release of trailer with Joe. Um, so initially they showed uh, Shune, right? Shune, yeah. the protagonist mm-hmm. of KOF 15. Okay, okay. Uh, started somewhere, and then they showed Main Coon, right? Main Coon was next, yeah, and then Benny, which was a big surprise to us, wasn't it? Not?
1: That was a big yeah. surprise, and I think that well, I think that was where people started first thinking that maybe they were just gonna show us random characters, but then they ended up being part of a team.
0: But it, yeah, I actually told you at the end of the trailer yeah, the that end this is the, the hero, team. Mm-hmm.
1: so but then
2: people started assuming that oh, they're just gonna shuffle everybody.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's definitely a fair assumption given, like that's the first. Uh, well, the tagline is "Shatter the expectations." They were talking about how in the um, in the con- the conceptual art video that they made maybe about two months ago, mm-hmm. two or three months ago, about how that there were some uh, shuffling occurring in the rosters. Uh, at least they hinted at that. Um, I think it was Olga who mentioned that. Oh, shatter your mm. expectations! Yeah. Oh. Basically they were just saying get ready for some, you know, some some strange picks, some odd some odd picks on the squads. So we all assumed like okay, this is how they're going to structure these releases. They're going to release three characters and then announce their team name at the third character's release. So we thought.
3: So uh, we
0: thought the release of Benny set that precedent for us to think that way, right? It's like mm-hmm. of course the next reveal is gonna be another team, right? And then they threw a screw into that by showing us the Yori trailer, which, in my opinion, has been the hypest trailer that they've put out so far.
2: Yeah, um, he looks significantly better than he did in fourteen model. Uh-huh. Like the animations look identical when you compare them side by side. Yeah, but the the model itself just it, it looks better. The face he is he's a very handsome young boy.
0: That is a. That man looks like Iori is mm-hmm. the best compliment I can give to that model. Cause in 14 I just didn't recognize him. You
1: know? Didn't believe it, huh? You're like, who is this
0: imposter? It's like halfway between realistic to like anime fusion that um I don't know. It's just it looked like somebody cosplaying Iori. Now this model looks like Iori. It looks like his artwork. It looks like uh his former iterations of how we how you think a 3D model would look like once translated from the art. Right. And um yeah, I think everybody was pretty happy with that one, man. Uh
1: well you mentioned it yesterday on the breakdown video how like not only were people happy with it, but it got like a lot of attention, you know, like probably more attention than KOF has gotten in years because it was getting promoted from like non gaming outlets. We saw Crunchyroll throwing some some love towards the Eori trailer, which up until now I don't think Crunchyroll has even acknowledged that King of Fighters even exists.
0: It it you crossed know? it crossed my timeline. And um I don't know if somebody retweeted it or what, because I don't think I follow the Crunchyroll account. But yeah, that was interesting. I saw that and I was like, uh, is this a partnership SNK had that Crunchyroll would do this? Or did they just feel like, hey, this is pretty anime. It looks super cool. Let's retweet this.
1: I mean, it's entirely possible they just did that because it's probably no skin off their back. But then again, I think Crunchyroll is owned by Sony now. So maybe there's oh. like, hey, throw some love at these guys we threw some money at about four or five years ago. We ah, owe it yes. to them. <laughs> it's
0: a pretty good trailer, man. Give it some props. Conspiracy theories. Ooh.
1: Hmm. The rabbit hole is deep. Indeed. We're not here for that, right? We're here to talk about how cool these trailers are. And how cool Yori's jacket is. That is a really nice jacket, especially the lining. Oh, The embroidery in the back? Dude. It looks so good. Whoever modeled that definitely needs to be on the on the squad permanently.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it definitely shows off the higher fidelity of the game. Because you get to see the textures really pop out and uh, shine in this game. Which you kind of notice in um, the the one of the models that I really noticed it or at least two was uh, Shune's jacket right, and then uh, Kyo's jacket that look really nice. Uh, They really sell in the textures really well, and it's something that I'm kind of not used to seeing. (laughs) You know, like um, at least not from KOF, right? Oh, especially not KOF. But even then, like other games, I just don't really see textures like that. So I mean, you got to give them a
1: nod where they deserve it, and they look really good. Especially, I just want to talk about how nice the physics on cloth look. Yes, when it's dude. in motion, mm-hmm. like the way Shune's jacket looks when he's moving around. Like, oh, thank God, dude! Like, I can't wait to see Kim's pants.
2: <laughs> um, one of the things I was hoping for is that the clothing physics from Sam show made it to this. Mm-hmm. It seems like it, and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing Kim's pants cuz man they I don't think he was actually wearing pants. I think he was just wearing like <laughs> cement he wearing. He put,
1: Nah No, dude, he put gorilla glue in his pants. Oh, that nah, that's what dude. happened.
0: He went to Dairy Queen and they flipped his ice cream upside down <laughs> and it turned out to be his pants.
1: That's just his legs. He just painted the pants on him. He's going like yeah, no no pants, dude.
0: Yeah, the ice cream machine is not broken at McDonald's for kim ever. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I agree, man. Um, that is something I was really excited about with Samsho, And I know you and I, Gibby, were losing it over the first time we got to see those physics in Samsho, Show. And um, we're pretty excited about that. And it's nice to see that it's getting
1: represented here in KOF 15. I'm just happy to see it. Like, you know, Chune catches a lot of flack because of how he's dressed. But I'm like, dude, thank God he's dressed like that because it's, it's the perfect way to show that, that little aspect off. You wouldn't get that with any other character, I believe, unless you change the way they look. There needs that to jacket be... is just constantly flowing. Like... It's like a cape.
0: There needs to be so many more cape characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grant. I'm getting Grant, baby. Is that what you're trying K49. To say? K49. There's Dude, one. Ju- give like Andy
1: a scarf. He already does have one.
2: Yeah, he has a scarf.
1: A sash. Well, not recently. He has a sash. Getting, like, you know, like a, a freaking uh, Strider scarf or something. Well, or so many characters.
2: Neon has a scarf.
0: Or sorry, does have a, scarf. a cape. Oh, well, I'll be cowl. excited to see
1: if she's added into the game because they get to show that off of her. I mean, it's interesting to think about who could be actually be, who could actually be in the game because so far you mentioned earlier, me that these models—they're basically 14 models—but they've been upgraded they've been, you know, beefed up literally. A lot of these models that I've seen so far, are definitely beefier than their 14 versions. So it's entirely possible that Mian gets in there and she's beefed up with a beefier cowl, you know? So to segue into
0: that topic that you just brought up and talk about, like, the type of types of characters that we expect to be in the game. Let's go back to what we're talking about about the release of Iori, right? The trailer. Mm -hmm. They decided to show us to my surprise, and a lot of other people's surprises, Joe Higashi after the Iori reveal, right? Uh, that was really out of left field. I did not expect him to drop that trailer, right? Big swerve. Um, and not to say that it was underwhelming or anything like that. It just was like, oh, okay, Joe's in the game. Cool. Kind of a lot of people probably expected him to be in the game. But that just threw everything for a loop. And now how can we predict anything that's going to happen? And now we got people making theories that somehow he's on Yori's team.
1: Yeah, I, I'm just here to shut that down immediately. It's not happening. I'm, I'm, almost, 100, I'm almost 100% I'm almost guaranteeing you guys that what's happening here is SK is seeing what's happening on social media. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, you think you figured this out, huh? You think you know us? Give him the Fail Fury team, guys. Give him... A four B reset that uh wait it's not even a reset it's a knockdown now in the air and it's it puts you in jungle state yeah jungle state there you go puts it puts you in jungle state and I I know I I must come off as like a huge Joe nerd for getting crazy about that and I'm fine Mm -hmm. with that that's totally totally cool with that but I think that's awesome and I'll completely. Be excited by that for the rest of the p- the promotion, you know. Like I'm, I'm literally just waiting for K One Fifteen so I can test that out. I'm excited
0: about the implications of that, you know, like what that implies mm-hmm. for the rest of the game and how juggles work, or if we're going to see more stuff like that. Like, um, I honestly feel like we're at the tip of the iceberg. I mean, they haven't really shown us a lot of gameplay other than very basic uh, combos, right? Right. And some activations here and there that kinda tell the story as to how this game's gonna turn out. Um but yeah, dude, I really do believe that we're at the we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg, because so far you would assume it is KOF of fourteen tweaked. Not even yeah. like update. It's like mm-hmm. just tweaked fourteen. You know, literally a fourteen tweak. And I don't believe that's what we're gonna see. I definitely think there is um they're going to take us in a different direction, at least further than what we've seen so far.
1: Well, we haven't even seen, like, the crux of the gameplay yet, when you think about it, right? Like, I don't think anyone's seen what that glowing, max mode looking thing is as <laughs> far as how it works mechanically. Yeah.
2: You know, people are assuming it's it's just 14 max-mode right now from what I'm seeing in a lot of videos and Twitter, mm-hmm. which, I mean, seeing how the game plays, probably. But it, it could just be like 98 max mode, right? Where you power up and you just do more damage.
1: I mean, we have gotten a hint as to what it might do with the Benny Maru trailer because we literally saw the guy dump six bars.
2: It's a lot of bars.
1: That's a lot of bars. And that's never been able to be done in any Kayla before to do super, level two, super, level three, super in one combo. So and that's it, six meters? That's that's technically six meters. So whatever that mode is, it's potent. How? What's the sixth bar? Can use. Level one would be the one bar, right? Uh huh. Level t- like if it worked like fourteen. Okay. Uh, level two would be two bars, obviously, and then level three, the climax, is three bars. So that's six beat. That's six meters all together.
0: Well, if you're going by 14, though, I don't think it worked that way. Well, I think it was too many. If
1: you're going by 14, you basically inter- leave max mode once you use a super anyway. So it's not like the only thing that technically gets a discount is the level 2 and the level 3, but you still spend a bar to get in the max mode. I no, know, so, bro. It,
0: this sounds like conspiracy theories to me. Where hey, the it's, Where, it's, where's, it's on the video. The it's on the video, though. Where's the counter? The, Show the me the counter are, on the, the bottom, dude. The facts
1: literally are we got Benny Morrow doing level one, level two, and level three in one combo. That's undeniable. Just because
0: it's a level three doesn't mean it's going to cost you three meters.
1: All right, fine, you're I'm right. Never, I'm I, trying to get that I'm trying to get that off we, right now. We, 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 <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm admitting I'm trying to get that weird logic off. <laughs> we are we are trying to we're trying to establish a, a pattern of behavior here, but at the same time there's that, there's no rule saying that any of those supers cost full bar. Hey, listen, if people could still drop trip guard, I can definitely
0: say a level 3 does not cost 3 meters. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's only a level three in name only. Let me get my shit off, bro. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, it's still, in my opinion, speculation, though I do get the logic of where you're getting that from. I'm not going to go that deep to say that it's six meters, whatever meters it is, until I see it in the uh, in the uh, UI, you know, in the HUD. So... That's also weird. Why we haven't gotten that? I'm a little confused as to why. I guess for cinematic purposes, but I mean that'd be a lot more to chew, right? Like more meat on the bone if they gave us that. And I don't see if, why they if we didn't. could
1: see what it looked like. Yeah, I mean even if it just is like a reskinned KF14 HUD, at least then we know what we're looking at when we're playing the game, right?
0: Hmm. Or maybe they're just trying to avoid getting bashed like Arxis is with a uh, Guilty Gear and their UI. <laughs> Who knows, man? I mean, we all learn from each other's mistakes and they're probably like, dude, (laughs) I think we're good? I mean, you're probably right. Well, hey, 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 listen, listen, listen. To bring that up, do we learn from each other's mistakes? I do believe so. And you know why? Because another very hot topic uh, regarding KOF 15 is the fact that we don't know if it is going to implement rollback or not. There is a lot of assumptions that it is. But until we see that confirmation, uh, we are on the edge of our seats. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's not a good place to be as a consumer. when yeah. You you know, like, it, I don't care how much goodwill uh, SNK has built up with KOF and Samurai Showdown. Uh, not knowing whether or not it has rollback is kind of overshadowing what we're seeing right now. Because it's always going to be, like, it's going to be great for the first day we see a character, right? But then inevitably, the Thursday comes, and people are just like, we've seen that rollback yet? It's the elephant in the room, man. It is. Mm. And Gibby, you made a poll earlier today asking, would you buy the game if you if it uh, doesn't have rollback at launch?
2: Yeah, I uh, I was talking to some people, and they were mixed on whether or not they would buy it if it did not have rollback. I'm under the impression that most people would not buy it or support it some I'm sure someone just reluctantly purchase it because they want to play it but they're gonna trash the game still which is also fine um but yeah uh, I made it just to you know kind of prove a point to the the people I was talking to like hey I'm pretty sure most people will not buy it mm-hmm. so we'll see uh, we'll see what the poll ends. It's a uh, very heavily in favor of people not purchasing it right now. What are the numbers are right the...
0: now, as of this moment?
2: Right now, right now, it is right now. We... Right now, we are at twenty-eight hundred votes. Seventy-three mm-hmm. percent
0: no. Twenty-seven percent will still buy it. So it's time to pander to that twenty-seven percent. <laughs> Dude, don't even joke. <laughs> it's like, uh, so this is this is when you start asking those questions in the boardroom. So, twenty seven percent.
1: What exactly is that number? How I mean, if, many we, char- people is that? if we charge we
0: charge one hundred and twenty dollars for the game,
1: that's still a lot of money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just the initial buyer really need, right? I mean, oh, make it come out digitally first. Get all those. Oh my god! We
1: just, yeah, we just the Oh boy. And- Oh.
2: Yeah. And we we also don't know what console it's coming out on. We don't know if it's coming out on Steam. I believe Strive is having a simultaneous Steam release.
0: Where
1: do you get that uh, from, though? I've, I have not heard that.
2: Strive? Yeah. The website. They, I could oh, the website?
1: they said that on their Twitter or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like the, their website specifically says the game is coming out on Steam on April 9th.
1: Hmm. Uh, Still no announcement
0: on a beta for Steam. For a guilty gear.
1: Oh, Steam's left out in the cold, baby.
0: Well, it could it could be later. Um probably I think that would suggest no crossplay. Which as we get deeper into this discussion, there becomes this checklist of things that people want, but it's like what's likely to happen. And um whew, uh, GGP uh, GGPL. GPO oh, rollback seems to be something that is likely but until we get that confirmation i just it it, it is i forgot who said it i think it was either a or somebody else on twitter that's like i can't really fully enjoy these trailers until i know that it has rollback you know
2: yeah that was Aru and several other people that's a lot of and problems. that is a very good uh response reaction to this because you're do you want to set yourself up for possible like letdown? Is that what's gonna happen? You're gonna you're gonna get hyped, Look at all the shit, man. This game is sick. And it comes out. Let's see what late this year or some shit. Yeah, it comes out, and then oh hey, this online is bad. Oh shit, I I work myself up for nothing. Like if it has bad online, people like people are gonna be even more upset because yeah. they're getting so hyped for this. So it needs to come out with rollback. Good rollback. So,
0: good thing you made that distinction of good rollback. Uh Cause yeah. this it's the other thing that we're worried about. It, it just keeps getting deeper. Not only are we waiting with bated breath, the announcement of rollback, but obviously once we get that now, it's like, okay, confirm it's code mystics roll, uh, rollback. Cause if it's not code mystics rollback and it's in-house rollback, I'm oh, worried. We're um, back in the woods. Yeah, I'm, everybody should be worried. I'm worried about Guilty Gear Strive rollback. Um, it's one of those things that, for me, they have to prove the concept before I'm like fully invested. Mm. Simply because there's been a lot of questionable rollback implementations over the past few years. So um, the only proof of concept that I feel like we could go off of so far, at least that worked really well, is o 2 UM. And, um, Guilty Gear, last a- play two, and last play two um, and Guilty Gear Accent Core plus R. Um, so yeah, I mean, that doesn't necessarily translate directly over to modern games, you know,
1: it doesn't, but it's kind of, conf- it's like kind of comforting knowing that these companies already have these teams, uh, in a relationship basically. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, in S&K's uh, case, they've obviously entered into some kind of, like, you know, constant uh, relationship with uh, Code Mystics. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, like, contracted out for a long period of time, but it seems like they enjoy using them for at least their older games. So, it's comforting for fans to be, like, think, like, oh, Code Mystics could do the S&K net code, and everything's going to be okay because it's going to be awesome. And even code, Mix will, code Mystics will tell you, like, yeah, we'll do it. Just tell them to tell us to do it, right? Like, they're constantly on the fans saying, like, yeah. Let SK know we want to do it. Here's I don't the thing. know if that works, but. Here's the thing, though. Would it be true? Is this a true statement?
0: SK is not aware of the amount of clout that would come their way if they were to announce or confirm that Code Mystics has rollback. Are they aware of how big of an announcement that is? If they are, in fact, using Code Mystics rollback.
1: I'll i give you answer to this one. <laughs> I
0: personally feel they're not
2: completely aware of uh, that exactly. I, th- I feel they know they have to put rollback in, and they know that they'll get the big pop if rollback's in. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't think they're completely aware that if it's not Code Mystics, it's not mm-hmm. going to be the same pop.
1: Yeah. Um, and... It
2: has to be Code Mystics. It cannot be in house. It can most definitely not be the same online they've been using for sam show and every kof game since 12 it has to be code mystics rollback
1: it's it, it's weird because like i feel like they would have to be not i don't want to insult them obviously but i feel like it's kind of weird that they wouldn't know with all the goodwill they built up with these games how much that's tied to code mystics, you know like it's almost like for them not to realize this is basically them being like, oh, hey, our games are doing great. And they're patting themselves on the back and they say, here's your paycheck, Code Mystic, see you next time. Without any kind of actual accolade or acknowledgement of their role in that. And then just saying, oh, yeah, we can do this ourselves. You don't need them. Like, what? I think they- there's a perspective on this that
0: uh, the company could take, though. Yeah. Like, for one, OTUM, how much do you think it really netted him? netted them like money? You know, was it a fruitful endeavor, money wise? Do you think it was?
2: Well, now that it's on PlayStation Four,
0: uh-huh. maybe.
2: Uh, the Steam release of like it was just up. It was just patched. It was it's the same game. If mm-hmm. you owned it, you got that rollback.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, some, of course, um, some people bought it, but the game has been going on sale every week mm-hmm. since the rollback patch. And PS4 just came out, what, yesterday? Two days ago or something like that?
1: But uh, yeah, like that's
2: for, like that's probably gonna determine whether or not it gets the numbers.
1: Cause that's all that's the actual new release of the game, right?
2: Yes, that's okay. the
0: quote unquote latest release of the game.
1: Okay. Okay, well let me phrase this question
0: this way. Do you think it was a goal uh... To make money off of this patch.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: Yes. Okay. Now compared to KOF 15. How much bigger of a role. Does making money play. Versus an O2 UAM. Rollback netcode patch.
2: 15 would be. The more. Would be more of a moneymaker. They need that to make. As much as they can. Because they're making new stages, new models, new care, everything. Whereas 2K2UM was an outsourced game to Code Mystics. And Code Mystics reworked that game from the ground up and then released it and then eventually put Rollback in. This is their in-house dev team doing the whole thing. Um, hopefully not the online, but we'll see. They need to recoup whatever they can. On top of that, if they uh, once they get a publisher if the publisher, like depending on the deal they have, they'd have to recoup that money as well.
0: Okay, so here's the thing. This is this is basically what I'm trying to lead us down to. In my opinion, uh, the success or failure of the rollback patch for O2UM is a loss that they can take, if it's a loss, if they end up losing in that endeavor, mm-hmm. right? It's not something they could do with KOF 15. No. no. So I think that that definitely has an influence as to how they move forward with the presentation, How much money they spend on what what to focus on and i think that may lead them to do things like not have rollback or have in-house rollback stuff like that i could see them um not really doubling down on their past successes with uh the other games that they've done the the network uh the netcode update as i could see how that would sway them um yeah, so I, I don't know. I just I just really wanted to make a point that it's it is a pretty different beast as far as a brand new release of KOF and it like the stakes are pretty damn high and you could take risks with old IPs, but
1: with a brand new one, you need to make that money back. Well, I was gonna it's like I always say, they could, you know, always buy code mystics.
2: Like you always say? <laughs> like always say. Dude, mm. right?
1: <laughs> right, mm. Skibby?
0: Only wow. I say this
1: I've got to up the tweet right now This
0: dude re- You know what it is We'll say it in the discord and then he'll tweet it out Wow <laughs> Dude come on Don't he can't say you haven't done that before
1: <laughs> Hey I'm the voice of the people Guys I'm guys the guys the boys were talking And we wanted it up <laughs> <laughs> The goons needed the face I am that face you guys come on It's quite a face It is quite a face By the way, that's not me in that coffee shop. I don't know why everybody keeps thinking it's me. I literally said in the tweet, it's not me.
2: No, because you're backtracking. That's definitely (laughs) you.
0: I've seen that outfit before. We're we're going to have to run that on on Twitter as the trailer for this episode. (laughs) See exactly what you're talking about.
1: Oh, my God, dude. I disappointed so many people.
0: So, okay. So, prayers out for this rollback. Gibby's put the poll out. Let it be heard. Do not shut up about this. We need nope. that Code Mystics rollback and it is what it is, SK. We just got to get that in. Please. And then you would shatter expectations. That moniker would be legit. You can have that. I will give you that. You have shattered my expectation. You know why? Cuz what I expect right now? Nothing. And I'm happy every week because I don't expect (laughs)
1: anything. So I think it's working for me.
0: I mean, I I did did not expect
1: Joe this week, and I'm pretty ecstatic.
2: That's what I was going to say. Like, shatter all expectations. It's like, okay, so we're getting the leader of a team and then a whole team. And then we get Iori. Everyone's like, oh, sick. It's going to be vice mature. It might be Kyo Chizuru. It might be Kyo Shingo. Whatever, right? And it's like, oh, shit. It's Joe. My expectations haven't shattered. Yeah. Like, that's it.
0: Done.
1: Yeah, man. Can't uh, get them for false advertising.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, KOF is looking great so far. Get that rollback in there. So that's to segue into the next part. So that we can expand the community, folks. Community. You know, we mm-hmm. share stuff with other people. And KOF is one of those things we share with, right? And We
1: absolutely need rollback to do that. Exactly.
0: And I hate to break it to you. But uh, in case you haven't heard this on Twitter, you're going to hear it from me now. And I'm going to tell you what. KOF is my game, dude. <laughs> I don't want to hear about, no, Justin Wong play my game. If he wants to play KOF, he could play CVS2. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to hear any opinions. <laughs> oh, my people God. Say, people generally say, oh,
2: CVS2
1: is just a KOF game. i was like, what? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. for about, like, 10% of it, sure, like, the character select. So, amidst
0: many hot topics, uh, the topic of, I guess it's kind of started off with people doing KOF 13 trials. Um, the topic of, uh, I guess, the communication of how a game operates according to the general audience that views X game, right? And for this game, it's KOF. Right. When uh, a lot of outsiders who don't really play these games have opinions on it, uh, it can upset people, especially if they get a fuckload of views <laughs> uh, doing something that you do. And nobody really cares about, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and a lot of that credit goes to the fact that, I mean, these guys are pretty big. Uh,
1: you know, Justin Wong's a pretty popular guy. Yeah. Justin Wong's pretty popular punk pretty popular punk's like
2: uh, quite possibly top five top two street fighter five player in the world
1: yes he's I mean, kind of popular it's kind of kind of a big deal right and what's mm-hmm. he doing he's just like you know there's like what you, he's you
2: failing this... these ash combos yeah that's
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> all he's doing is just failing at ash co- and that, combos
2: that's not a knock against him i've said this before and i'll say it again i did all the king of fighters 13 trials and those things I don't give two shits who you are. Those are genuinely difficult fucking combos. Yeah. You can be a seasoned King of Fighters player and struggle with them. You can be a new player and struggle with them. Mm. Everybody struggles with them. Even what back when it came out, all of, all of us players who got to test the game out beforehand and those of us who played in arcades beforehand saw the combos. What the hell are these? What is this? How does it... And it took... Some people still haven't finished them. Some, some of the best King, people who've gotten top 32 at EVO... Every year they entered for King of Fighters thirteen, could not do those trials and still cannot do those trials.
1: I'm just gonna say, there's probably people who have won Evo that probably didn't finish the trials.
2: Reynolds has not done these trials.
1: Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, tell that's
2: you
0: why. why I'm gonna tell you why they haven't done those trials because they know it's not worth the time to learn how to do that because <laughs> they're not as useful as other combos. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And go on, go on. I was just gonna say, just to complete it is a pain in the ass. I don't want to mess up my muscle memory from all the other legit combos I learned, you know? Mm-hmm. The the issue lies with people using
2: trial mode as a way to teach them combos. Uh, like, they think that's the standard. This is what you're supposed to do, and then, you know, you play off it from there. But unfortunately for King of Fighters 13, the devs are like, hey, fuck with everybody. Let's, let's make them do shit they're never going to do in a goddamn ass.
1: They're like, I'm about to end this man's whole career. Oh, dude. Although, some of those Athena combos are kind of cool. I can't believe uh, no one does those.
2: I think Yoshi did some of those.
1: I think that's the only way she gets damaged.
0: So, I wanted to bring up because of that, right? Uh, yeah. A lot of discussions happen as far as, uh, I guess, the perception of KOF, right? And a lot of the community wasn't happy with the perception that was being given due to these guys... That I guess are not considered KOF players. um, Kind of, uh, I guess, exaggerating certain things about the games, right? Mm. And um, some people had a lot of hot takes about it. And, um, you know, 13 has always been a hot button topic. But lately it's been getting a, a lot more attention. And... This has been something that's come with the territory, right? And you throw in some really popular fighting game players, and we're off to the races, you know. Um, But yeah, I think it's. I was gonna say, I
1: think it's important that you that you already included that it's always when thirteen is discussed from outside of the community that it becomes an issue, you know. No, Uh, I
2: think when thirteen is discussed in general. Yeah it becomes an issue. It's 13 is a very polarizing game. As Abe has said a billion times mm-hmm. uh, within the community and like within the SNK community and, and people outside of the SNK community, everyone has an opinion on it. No one's really mixed on it. Everyone's either. They love it. It's the greatest KOF or this game is trash. It's not KOF.
0: There's that's it. I think the thing is, is that since that already exists and then they see, The community sees that game doing numbers with people who don't play KOF regularly, that it really drives that nail into them that they're like, man, I really don't like this game. And it's getting more numbers than all of my favorite games. And it's by some dude that doesn't even play with us or doesn't isn't even technically part of the community, you know, which which is it's like. I think it's all good,
1: man. It's only positive stuff can come out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Generally. Well, I see it. I see people getting mad that do play 13 and love 13, but they're just like, oh, well, as much as I hate to say this, it kind of feels like they're mad that no one's coming to their channel to watch them play 13 and instead going to watch Punk and Justin perform combo trials when they can be watching tournaments. It kind of reminds me of that South Park episode where, like, they, the boys become professional wrestlers, but there's like the Greco-Roman wrestler is like, that's not real wrestling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I, you know what I was thinking about?
0: This made me think about that time when Drake started playing Fortnite or something with Ninja, <laughs> and I was like, man, how many Fortnite players were like, man. Phew, I've been playing this game since forever. And you know, I've Drake, been playing
2: this game for a fortnight. And Drake just starts right
0: now. <laughs> and he gets all the views? Bro, I've been working on my Twitch channel for four years. And here's the thing. For us KOF people, right? I I think I think at least for our group, I think we know kind of where we stand amongst the other uh, streamers for other games and stuff. And there's a certain like ceiling that we hit, right? And we're very aware of it. But There's no way that I'm going to think that I would ever hit some numbers that Justin Wong hits or let's just say, for example, Max decides to stream the game or whatever. Like it's just has nothing to do with the game at that point. It has to do with them as people, them as entertainers, them as fighting game players, Mm. you know, and whether whatever opinion they have on this or that, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're really worried about how the game expands, Um, and you don't want it to be interpreted a certain way, well, you know, all you can do is have yourself available and the information to accurately depict your game available for other people and be welcoming. That's the only thing you can do, man, because at the end of the day, you got eyes. It's up to you now, you know? And getting upset and mad and reactive on Twitter is not the way to try to flip some of these players, even though that's not my goal because... I think that's a lot of wasted energy. I think you just create good content, you know, for me. But at the end of the day, if you're really just trying to grow and that's what you're worried about, I mean, just be ready to give them the right information. Not some snarky-ass comments talking about, well, fucking, I don't know. Like, this guy's not even, he's a Capcom player. Or this guy's a Tekken player, whatever. You know, these people have opinions. It's like... cause. I just look at it this way. I would have been like, yeah. Oh, Justin said it's the hardest. You know what, man? It may be. But it's also pretty damn cool, man. You might want to try these other KOF games. How about you try KOF 14? In my opinion, one of the easiest games to jump into. Now, you're worried about this 13, right? How about you start with that one? How about conversations like that, man? Or how about, hey, listen, my favorite game's 98. You know, a game where you get to press buttons and do damage. And at least you get a bunch of chances, right? You know, it's... It's the, it's the the medium, the happy medium, right? You feel like you could do something, cool characters do cool stuff, you know? And then when you feel like you can graduate from that, go ahead and play 13. Go ahead and play one of the other games, O2UM. Go ahead and play one of those, you know? Those conversations should happen,
1: but everybody gets so damn snarky and reactive on Twitter, man. Well, that's because it's Twitter, dude. That's how, you, that's how we converse. And I had to tell them yesterday in my stream that, you know, there's opportunity in these situations. You know, Justin and Punk are out there, like you said, grinding, and they're having trouble, they're saying it's the hardest, and that's when it's our job as a community to be like, okay, let me lead you across the gap, you know? Yeah. Here's where I reach out, and I try to help you out. Now, here's a, there's two ways this can go. One, they say, cool, thank you. This community mm-hmm. is really helpful, and now I want to participate in it because they were really welcoming to me, to me, and I want to play in tournaments. Or two, they're just like, nah, fam, I'm just – you know, trying to get some content from my YouTube and stream. That's what it is, right? And I mean, you weren't going to get shit from it anyway.
0: That is what it is, though, right? Yeah. Like, they're content creators. Yes. Like, yeah. This is a different realm, you know? This isn't – these aren't educators of the game. Right. I mean, and, yes,
1: they are competitors, but at the same time, in this instance, they are content producers, and they're doing their jobs, and it literally doesn't hurt anybody, you know? If anything, it hurts their own reputation for being not good at execution.
0: Also, maybe this idea shouldn't be pumped up so high about, like, you know, non-KOF players shouldn't be speaking on certain things or whatever. Which is whack. Especially when it comes to Justin Wong, because you just made it look extra bad when he comes in and plays a game he supposedly doesn't play and then
1: beats the entire community. Well, uh, I don't I don't know where people got it in their head that Justin Wong didn't play KOF 13 because he's placed multiple times at majors.
2: Justin has played King of Fighters 13 since it came out on console.
0: And not only 13.
2: He used to play 98 and 2K2 at Chinatown Fair. He was a seasoned player. He may have played Marvel and everything else more, but he definitely played King of Fighters. And hey, guess what? He also won a, sorry, got second place in a King of Fighters 98 tournament this past weekend.
0: Yeah on footsies alone he brought (laughs) attention to a tournament that probably wouldn't have got that much attention to a Mm -hmm. tournament a community run tournament um i think we need to take into consideration some of these remarks that we say on twitter if i mean if we really care here's the thing i don't think everybody really cares i think people are Mm -hmm. just trying to say shit off of their head or express themselves which is like hey that's fine but if you want to be taken seriously and you get mad because people don't listen to you. Well, I mean, it's all in the communication. You know, what What do you want? What do you really want? Do you want the community to grow? Well, there's certain things that you can do. You know, you need to really look honestly at what the community needs and how to move forward. And maybe think outside of whatever whatever is your favorite game. You know, like if KOF 13 is doing great at the moment. And I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you guys. KOF 13 ain't going fucking nowhere. KOF 13 has been around mm-hmm. for years. And people have said, oh, people don't support or whatever. They found a way, and it's getting supported now. Yep. And it has a lot of clout. So much clout that these people that you don't even consider for a second to be KOF heads are trying trials and putting it as their content. Do you understand what that means? They are choosing to do KOF 13 as their content that makes them money.
1: That's an opportunity for us, man, all of us. It's, I just just, don't, it's it's frustrating that people have to be led to that is my problem i'm not saying isn't that it obvious I'm, though is, is the it, thing. it is it's why it's frustrating it's it's obvious that like hey look what's happening here someone's finally paying attention to that thing you love
0: you know that rabbit hole <laughs> of kof man this past month it's been as big as it's gotten in a long time
1: oh you know? for sure
0: and, and there's happening so, many, at the perfect time. so many great games to dig into. They just had O2M UM rollback. Dude, I mean, if you if you're a veteran veteran fighting game player, these games aren't so hard to learn. If you're brand new to fighting games, sure, but anybody brand new to, to fighting is gonna have a hard time with any fucking fighting game. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and, and it's here's the thing, it's like KOF has such a a nice ebb and flow with you know, difficulty and ease of play with with probably what in in modern releases, 14, um, KOF 13. And then the classics like 98UM, uh, 98, 98UMFE, O2UM, which now O2UM has a console release. It's just, there's such a perfect timing for a lot of things to pop off. And I feel like instead of people jumping on it, it's one of those things of like, ah, oh, I feel like. My band's getting a little too popular right now. I'm only going to listen to the first album.
1: (laughs) You know, fuck that shit. The real fans remember them before they got, you know, (laughs) big, right? Yeah, no, that's totally that energy surrounding it. And that's why you get people dropping those little, like, cryptic tweets saying there's more to KOF 13 than the combo trials. There's why I wish these people would enter tournaments, you know? Will these people be around in a month or two? I mean, like, who cares if they aren't, man? Like, if they aren't able to sustain that amount of activity around the game you weren't going to be able to make them do it anyway you know and i was telling people last night i'm like dude the benefit here is that let's say no one actually jumps on 13 to play right Mm -hmm. but they've watched punk do combo trials and they've watched justin do combo trials they've even watched justin compete in tournament and they're like you know what i want more of that shit because that's cool but justin and punk made me not maybe not doing tournaments next month. So where are they going to go? They're going to go to the people who are running tournaments for the game.
2: Yeah, dude. That's how that works. Yeah, they're going to look for people that are actively doing stuff for a game. And if not, what's going to happen is a lot of these people have... I was in Justin's chat when he was doing the 98 tournament. I didn't get to see the 13 tournament from his perspective, unfortunately. But seeing what he did with 98 and seeing his chat how how much they love the game mm-hmm. and how like they were eating up everything Justin was doing a lot of them were like oh man i hope i hope this is what this king of fighters 15 gameplay is like i can't They're, wait well, like shit. What, what you do is if they don't play like if if the uh, justin's going to play 15 100% sure he's going to play 15 mm. uh, punk i don't know yeah we'll see but their viewership they are more like like if one streamer who's streaming to a thousand people Gets at least like five or ten of them interested. That's worth it. That's pretty big.
0: Like yeah, especially They team.
2: have more influence over people than we would. Mm-hmm. Hence, influencer. I hate the term, but, you know, that's mm-hmm. what they are. They can play something. Tell people, oh, hey, uh, you should go play this. It's good. Good example. Maximilian. Stream oh, Mark of the Wolves to 10,000 people. And... He was just gushing about, "Oh my god, Rock is the sickest fucking thing in the world," and I completely disagree with him. I think Rock's a goddamn dumpster <laughs> fire. But I was like, "Yeah, just, this is sick." I saw people complaining, like, "Why? How dare? Like, why is he streaming this?" He like he likes Street Fighter Four, Killer Instinct. I'm like, what? He's <laughs> like he likes everything. He just likes video games. His whole slogan is "Yo, video games, right?" Mm-hmm. And I saw plenty of people complaining that he's playing Mark of the Wolves. I'm like, "You mean you don't like that he's?" possibly going to bring a bunch of new people to play this game he's bringing new people like he has so much reach that he can get his audience to play whatever the hell game he chooses if he decides to try these ky 13 trials i want to watch i don't care if he does well or fails mm-hmm. what matters is like oh hey this game looks good this series this series looks interesting i want to give it a try where where can i find and then people hit them up. You'll hear some resources. You go to twitter.com slash M-A-N-C-H-E-S-T. Enter, follow, like, subscribe, done. That's
0: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but God forbid he doesn't link to you, the expert. <laughs> and it's like, wow, he didn't oh, even no. link to me. How's he supposed to know you? I don't know, but he's supposed to link to I'm not going to lie. There's the some expert. people that would be getting
1: that, – there's kind of a, uh, wow, a pandemic that an issue, man. Like when people are talking about like, yo, you got that tech from so-and-so and didn't even reference him. It's almost like you're treating them like artists, you know? <laughs> it's like you didn't drop the artist's name on the combo, bro. <laughs>
2: How dare you take my combos?
0: Yeah, come oh, on man. Fans. That's my corporate
1: paid. These guys don't get paid if
0: you don't drop their name. I do down BB, down BB run, down BB. That's my
1: shit. <laughs> how dare you? But you know what it is? And mm. I I've, I've been suspicious of this for a very long time. But mm. I think what holds a lot of people back from doing these very obvious things is that they're a pra- they're afraid of looking like they're kissing ass. They're on the how the prowl for the suck. They're like mm. They don't want anyone talking behind their back, talking like, oh, so and so is over there kissing Maximilian's ass, trying to get some of that clout, fucking clout monger, you know? And it's ridiculous. Who cares what they think? Who cares what anybody else thinks? You're doing this for your community or for whatever reason you're doing this for. Feel confident in that, man. Dude, it's just
0: people are looking for KOF for clout. Do you understand how fucking insane that is? Yeah, exactly. People People are looking for KOF for clout. Your game is something that boosts people's numbers and content. There is an opportunity here for you to flip that. But nah, because we got to stay grinding. We can't make money. We can't let like people be successful. You know, you can't charge for a tournament. I can't charge you to enter my tournament because I'm fucking poor, man. You let mentioned, me charge you. You mentioned bands earlier. Me you mentioned, bands, you earlier.
1: <laughs> you mentioned bander- bands earlier. And part of one of the big things about the music scene is like, People don't want their bands to get big or want or other bands to get big because uh-huh. then it feels like, oh, we're selling out, you know? We're becoming a part of a pop scene. And then, like, you got these posers in who don't know anything about the history of what we're doing here, and they act like they can just fit right in and become friends of mine and call me by my first name. You know, it's like, it's- Wait a, a minute.
0: Rolling comp- Stone is interviewing Boogerface? Oh, right. my God, guys. It's, it's, it's over, dude. It's over.
1: It's like we used to know that guy. What happened? He was literally in our Discord last night talking to us
0: about anime lewds, you know? He used to be so cool on OnlyFans, man. Gave us exclusive tracks.
1: (laughs) Now he's on Rolling Stones. And, and, and that's i think that's the mentality that we're up against here is where everybody feels like we have to keep like you said we have to keep the, the scene pure got to keep it grimy and keep it so, and what it really means is we got to keep it so no one feels like they can talk shit about us behind our back because we're working with somebody that's bigger than the community you
0: here's, know? here's the thing though there's certain aspects of this i do understand right Going back to the fact of like, I really dislike how it pushes the wrong narrative about our game and how um, somebody that isn't a part of our community or plays our games regularly creates this false narrative of a game being hard or a game being X-Way. I I, I actually do understand that, but there's something way more important in this uh, whole big picture here that um, overrides that in my opinion, right? And that's really just the opportunity and attention that the game is getting. Yes, the fact that a game or a series that you support is now considered as something that people do for Clout, it's I don't know what to tell you, man, this is something that people hope for, you know there's a lot of content creators out there, some of your favorites. Uh, guys that everybody listening. That you think might be a little more on the underground side. You feel like they deserve a little bit more views. This might be the thing that gets them over. And even if it's not. It still gives them the opportunity to do better than they've done before. To maybe do something that they've always wanted to do before. Like maybe commentate a game at an event and get paid for it. I don't know dude. Like people have been doing stuff for so long. And I do feel like the release of this game. It's new KOF 15 um it's it's gonna really pay back a lot of the community and i think what it is is it's hard to see other people who haven't been doing work in that game have such easy success in one night or a few streams or just one content Mm -hmm. that they created but it's not you can't look at it that way it's them as as people as entertainers that driving up those
1: numbers Like, do you think 13 is giving Justin Wong 75K views in a week, or is it Justin Wong? It's Justin Wong.
0: I'm sure there's a little bit of a boost. Like, people are like, whoa, this game looks nice, and whatever. People might just stop by just to be like, wow, the game looks really cool. But ultimately, it's mostly his audience. Yeah.
1: It's entirely, like, uh, something that he built. And I remember uh, Barack Obama was telling us on Mount of Arcade is like, you know what? I don't really do things. For the trends, Mm -hmm. I do things for the community that I'm at. Mm -hmm. And that's something that when I saw that tweet that we haven't mentioned yet, but we all know what we're talking about, when it said we need to lift up or prop up the community content creators, I'm like, that's exactly what he was talking about, Mm -hmm. was we need to – what would be the proper term for it? uh, Cultivate and and compartmentalize – the people who are already part of the Caleb community so that no one feels like they're really fighting for scraps here, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's what this is supposed to be like. And I feel like we've got to, we've kind of gone in this weird siloed uh, clicky direction. And so when that, what happens when you get in that frame of mind is that when other guys do come in Mm -hmm. and start talking about the game that you like, and maybe you even see one of the other clicks, interacting with them in a positive manner you start thinking like shit they're about to freaking leave me in the dust dude i better discredit somebody in this bitch you know <laughs> yeah yeah because you're speaking to a real one right here you exactly know I mean? <laughs> right like i don't mess with those guys you know because like they just doing it for the cloud and i've been doing it <laughs> since 2013 and like you know i, I play and stuff I, I compete you know if you want real tournament action you want real top level play you come here you're 50 correct in that approach And the fact that, yes, you should be talking yourself up like that. It should definitely be always telling people, like, this is what I offer and this is what I know I'm good at, right? But the other 50% where you have to just step on somebody's neck for the sake of that, that's where you went wrong, you know? Yeah. I think that's where everybody goes wrong. And um, yeah, basically, so what I want to
0: ask you guys is where do we go from here? What, what is a good perspective to look at this situation for what it is and to help the community move forward? Um, cause to me, I see two sides, right? I see people who actually care yeah. and I know those people, I know who they are. Right. But then I see people who are just irritated that people are speaking on something that maybe a game they don't like, or they just don't like their opinion. Um, how do we come together on this, or at least trying to paint a better picture for people viewing what KOF players do and how they are interpreting
1: this <laughs> flame fest of whatever's going on on Twitter? I I would pose to those people mm-hmm. like, what do you want out of this community and this this game? You know, because I don't think anyone's ever been honestly or been honest with themselves in regards to that. Like, I think people say like. My friends play KOF, so I play KOF. I love KOF because it's a fun game to compete in. But no one's ever actually said what they want out of the community, and how, and and whether or not its growth will improve that of what they want. You know, so yeah. I think that's an important important questions for these guys who are having issues to ask themselves.
0: And I want I want to get final thoughts on this from Gibby because he wrote a very lengthy post that I think brought up a lot of really good points and was really well worded. Um, because the post I was going to write was mad ignorant, and I had to really think about what I was going to say. And I just ended up not saying anything. I was like, well, we'll talk about it on the podcast. And uh, I really thought – I had, had to think. But uh, Gibby put up a really good post. Uh, so what are your final thoughts on this whole scenario that's happening, Gibby? Before
2: I get started, I also wrote something – I wrote two and a half pages of horribly ignorant shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, "This is this is gonna be received hard." You just got your
1: doctorate, dude. Don't ruin it. For
2: <laughs> yeah. So, um, it was one of those things that I, I was saying this back when King of Fighters 13 came out. Yeah. That we need to start working. Everyone needs to start working with each other, promoting each other, trying to be, basically just be a, an actual community. Mm-hmm. Uh, KOF has this whole thing ever since. What was it? 2012 2013 that the KOF is a family or something like that Mm.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I've never seen that like I've genuinely not seen that I know people say it but have people actually experienced it like with how much different community like one community can have so many different pocket communities because there's just infighting of some sort Mm. and a person a won't help person B and so on and so forth just keeps going on that way uh, we have people that are making good content, but they get ignored. Like this, they're they're just overlooked. Or like, I see some people putting out really good content. They have like maybe seventy five, one hundred followers, but they they get hits on YouTube. They get hits on Discord. Like, we need to find a good way to actually prop a lot of these people up. Like, hey, everyone should go follow like let's say Aru. Aru, I feel, has one of the best minds in the community right now. Not necessarily for gameplay, but where his head is at, he he puts a he puts up a lot of stuff that people should be doing in the community. He he thinks his stuff out, they're well worded, and he's he's like you guys, he's good on the mic too. This guy
0: could do it all. Um and he's a through a through and through community member. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, that is something you can't take away from Marua. and that's really important in this because He takes the time to be considerate about what he's saying, you know, Mm -hmm. because to me, he has probably a better understanding of the media and of the KOF community than I do. I know I know he does for sure. Uh, I can't say that for myself, but he's in a lot of pockets to get a really good understanding. And I always appreciate his perspective on things because I feel like it's a little more informed uh, taking everybody into consideration than maybe something I have, you know.
2: Hmm. Like there are a lot of good people in the community that do good and get no shine. Mm-hmm. But then there are also a lot of people who aren't great or pretty shitty, and some of them get shine, some don't. Like the ones that are doing good and the ones that are actually trying to push the community forward, mm-hmm. those people need to be propped up. Yes. Like there's, uh, there's Monta from New York. He he's been doing uh Lunderbout, hmm. for two three years now. He also runs weeklies every week. Very good. Like he's someone that should be like look looked at. Him, Angela, uh there are so many people that we have. Like I'm I'm going I was planning on doing this. I was gonna just put up a single post dedicated to people in the community mm-hmm. and what they do, why you should follow them. And, you know, I'm going to rate them one to ten on, you know, how nice their hair is. Just oh, oh, hair oh, is. oh damn.
1: Hey, that's where the controversy is coming in, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree with all of that. Like, there, we're definitely at the point, like I've been saying all, well, not all last year, but part of last year, that KOF in the community and the game is in the best position it's ever been in to be a success. It's got a strong foundation of players. Uh, the scene around it is definitely a lot more open to uh, different opportunities than it was back in the old days. Because remember back in the 12, 13 days, it was just like, you know, arcade tournaments and maybe Evo. Now we've got possibilities of eSports tours and international travel on our hands. Um, And I I just think that it's time for the community to get real with, with itself, you know? Because this is the shot to to be on to be where like these other guys are at. If you if you don't like where these quote unquote Capcom guys are at, the only opportunity, the only answer to that is to build up your own scene to be just as big. And this is our opportunity for that.
2: I, um, I I'd rather set realistic goals. Uh, the King of Fighters community, specifically in the West, will never be as big and notable as those communities because it's not a street fighter but we can't um,
1: like just accept that you know like yeah, we still like, gotta try we,
2: we do need to strive <laughs> we do need to guilty <laughs> gear strive to become better but we need to set realistic expectations not sure, like, oh no, we totally. could we could be at just as big as them sure over time possibly but with 15 it's not no. instantly going to happen but well, this is how at, it starts yes then, like, you know how, how you started with 13.
0: you know how of. you get bigger or as big you work together Yes, You create the product. You don't wait for some other organization or other people to come and put shine on stuff. So when a Justin Wong, when a Punk, when whoever these people that are not from the community create this content that gets a lot of eyes, you are already there doing what you need to do and ready for those people to come and view your content. Because that's exactly what's going to happen.
1: And I guarantee you, together, we're 100% more visible than we are uh, apart. Well, I mean, it just...
0: Man, these past few months have just been so reaffirming to me, especially when it comes to 13. And it sucks that that's the game that divides everybody because there's so much going for this game that is bringing its community along with it. You know, it's Mm -hmm. getting a lot of attention. The stream numbers for the game are really good. Um, Angela's tournaments have done really good numbers. Uh, The matches have been great. And, you know, it's led us into bringing back a Neo Dojo special for some exhibitions to get some really great players that I'm sure people are going to want to watch. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have to create the platform. And when things like a new game gets released or a new O2UM patch comes out, I mean, another great example is like Desmond, man. Desmond's played a lot of these games that are getting these uh, rollback netcode updates, right? He's ready. He doesn't yeah. have to mm-hmm. get ready. He's already doing it. You know, because he supports the games that he loves. And that's the things that I like to see in these community, whatever game that it is, man. It could be SNK Heroines. It could be Mark of the Wolves or 14. Whatever that game is, you need to not be so concerned about other people's opinions that don't matter. That's one, right? That you know have no validity in your community. And two, worried about, propping up your community and what you're doing with your content should be first and foremost mm-hmm. you know that's the only way we get into a net positive outcome in this whole situation because at the end of the day these people are lurking are looking to work with somebody man how, how do you even think we, any of us even got here you know how, I, I i only got to commentate evo top eight just because you know or was it the fact that i'm i I was just willing to support my community and I was at the right place at the right time when an opportunity arose already ready to take advantage of that opportunity.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, and that's how you make the most of it. But or we could just complain and just get mad anytime they mention a game that's not your favorite game and that <laughs> if somebody says a game that's not your favorite game is the best game of all time and you just lose your shit and time you turn and you turn into that that meme of that white kid in class with the vein <laughs> popping out on his forehead, you know? <laughs> Anytime somebody brings up 13, how it's amazing, or or O2 or whatever, man, whatever people's got beef with. Um, there's more important things, man. The content you create, the people you support, man, enter their tournaments, host them, you know, share content, share ideas. A, it we may not be that big, but man, is there opportunity for growth?
1: There is,
0: and I mean. I'll put a I mean, pin in like that. Like you said, we're, we're living proof
1: of that stuff, man. Come on.
0: Exactly, man. And I'll put a pin in that with that thought because, you know, I do want us to be more positive and more inclusive, and um, you know, a lot more considerate. And I promise you guys, man, if one of the Kofs is blowing up, we're all winning. The whole community's winning. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't love OTUM, but damn, did it get some clout for some time. And I'm so happy for that community, and I'm mm-hmm. so happy for the Kof series. You know, whenever 11 happens to come out, if it does, I'm going to be so psyched for that to happen, you know, because that's a whole yep. nother community of people that finally get what they deserve, you know, a good port with a good net code. 98 yes. UMFE, guys, I'm going to oh, become gosh, non-existent. Cool. That is going to be my game. Um, I love that game. And I can't wait for that time. Right, Gibby? You're on board with that, right? Oh, yeah. Like. So Abe, you've you've known me since you got in the King of Fighters. Yeah. You knew
2: I you know I didn't like thirteen. Mm-hmm. What did I do with thirteen?
0: You trashed it.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean behind behind the scenes, sure, but like publicly, it. yeah, I, I supported support. the game yeah. like to the fullest. Because mm-hmm. what am I gonna do? Tell people, oh, don't play this. Go play ninety eight. Sure. If you want to play ninety eight, do that. If you want to play two K two, do that. You can still play all those old games. You can play whatever game you want. Mm -hmm. But don't drag the current, like, the one, the new game that's going to be the entry game for all these people. All these new people who've never touched King of Fighters, they're going to get into 15 when it comes out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, this game is good. Or "Mm, it it doesn't fit what I'm looking for. And then someone can be like, hey, there's King of Fighters 13. Mm -hmm. Hey, there's 11. Hey, there's so many to choose from. That's what you need to do. You don't, like, yeah, I don't like, I don't like, um... 13 much. I don't like 2K2UM much but I'm going to be there to be like, hey, go play this one. Hey, go play that one. I may I may tell people stay away from Neowave, but you know
0: <laughs> that's Neowave. The, the, the crazy thing is too is like you who don't like X game 13 2 O2M, whatever, you for sure have friends in the community that, that love that game, that mm-hmm. want it to succeed, but people just feel like I need to express this opinion right at this moment and not really take into consideration as to how it makes my own friends feel and how it affects their successes. Because well, that's my... what
1: happens, man, when you're just thinking about trying to keep the the punk scene alive.
0: <sighs> yeah, punk, man. keeping
1: the scene
2: alive is that what you just said?
1: Basically, yeah.
2: <laughs> nice. Keep the keep punk keep the KOF scene alive by doing those Ash combos. I saw you shut off the stream when you saw that multi-line combo. I don't blame you.
0: Keep it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I just want to go into, like, um shouting out some of these events that have been happening. I mean, for one, me personally, I give a lot, a lot of credit to Angela Pickles and Andy OCR for helping resurrect uh KOF 13. Definitely. Because I don't know if you guys were doing some shit on the DL, but I did not know. Prior to this, of anybody doing the type of stuff that they were doing with Parsec and uh, Cloud Server, uh, as far as in the context of 13. And since that happened, it spread like wildfire on top of the Samshow stuff that they were doing. And it's given people the opportunity to play the game that they love to play. And it's given us the opportunity to also create our own event, right? Well, before that, like I said, I really want to give mention to these people that are supporting this. Like uh, Angela Pickle's doing uh, – she's doing a tournament. When's her tournament? Um, March 6th. And that is a North American tournament. Uh, majority of North America is invited as well as Mexico and believe Canada. Uh, so that's going to happen. Um, I don't know the date for uh, – is it still called Lunar Bout? Um
2: uh, so Lunar Bout was roughly this time last year. Yeah. Uh, Monta still does online tournaments, but I don't know if they're called Lunar Bout.
0: Well, Lunar Bout, uh, Monta and Lunar Bout have been doing great stuff so far. And I believe they're going to team up with Marco as well to do a, a Bodega Classic featuring KOF-13. And uh, that would also be a North American tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, uh,
2: Bodega classic is what is it? It's Marco Polo, it's Violent Kane, mm-hmm. uh, Tanya, right? Visio. I think the RCP Salvi
0: well? he's mentioned him before. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, these things wouldn't exist. And and the numbers don't lie. Nobody, nobody bigger is supporting this. You know, no nobody has yet to host that tournament. And the only thing even close to that that's going to get a big boost is when they run Bodega Classic off of uh, NYC Furby's channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be the first time it'll get really, really, really big eyes as far as what the community is creating. But even then, you see at the num- the numbers that's getting pulled in of 200 plus, almost 300 for this game, and it's bananas, dude. Like, it's, it's not like this is a major or anything. You know, there's been bigger events that happen that, kind of come close to those types of numbers. And this is, like, low-tech as it gets. <laughs> mm. uh, but, yeah, man, I want to give shout-outs to all those people that have really flipped this opportunity into something really positive. And uh, I don't expect this to change. And uh, at least continue until 15 comes out. Or we get that 98 umfe, Or uh, we get, um, God. Uh, 11. 11. But, but, on Steve. Yes, come that's, on, let's go that's. Yes, Neo Geo Battle Coliseum. Uh, Whenever those things end up happening, um, I'm sure the ball's going to keep rolling with 13. And in saying that, we're going to get into the promo part of this podcast where we promote our own event, Neo
1: Dojo Special presented by Game baby.
0: Because
2: you know we had to
1: get in on it, right? We couldn't just like let everybody else have the fun with thirteen. I mean, we on.
2: we need we need to cash in on that KOF clout. That's what I mean,
1: exactly, right? I feel kind. Of, I'll, I'll be honest, guys. Though I feel kind of uncomfortable because it's been a while since hmm. we've really cashed in on that clout, even though we kind of originated it, you know, back you know in 2010. But at the same time, I'm ready. I've been practicing. My Joe combos are back. <laughs> and uh i think i'm ready to play guys so uh Uh, uh, what am i fighting um i'm sorry
0: Hellpockets, you're not in this one are you kidding me yeah um this is like my game wow uh that's really weird dude because uh i don't think it is what yeah you're you're a 14 player
1: i've got a whole trailer dedicated to me all right, you got a good point there. Nelson is not in this. I'm not very comfortable. <laughs> and neither him. are you. Uh, you will, <laughs> and you will be commentating though. All right, well that's. I'll take that. That's fine. Uh-huh. Oh, you
2: get to do the talkies?
1: I can do the talkies. Okay. I've at least kept sharp in that that aspect. Uh,
0: so you Neil know, Dojo Special is an exhibition event. Um, we've run it before with Samurai Showdown, and it was sick as fuck.
2: <laughs> that shit was tight.
0: Yeah, Andy OCR versus Kizzy K. Another person that has been doing a lot of stuff with thirteen lately and entered one of Angela Pickles' tournaments and actually did pretty well.
2: Yeah, he did. Really, he's, he's been picking up the game pretty fast.
0: Mm-hmm. It's getting scary, man. It's getting comfortable. Uh, so yes, this is an exhibition event. Um, we have okay. So on the main card, right?
2: You know what? Scratch that. We'll get to we, the main we start. We start from bottom. All yeah, right. I'm bottom. sorry, Abe. We start from bottom. You're First right. match. You're right. Meta Abe. That's you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: versus really?
0: the laziest Freddy.
2: Wait, wait, First wait. Five.
0: wait, wait. What? You mean to tell me that a commentator is on the bill? Yeah. I was, was going to say, that's kind of a conflict of interest.
2: One commentator is on the bill.
0: uh um, it's not Hell pocket.
1: It's fine, it's it, fine. It, I'm it, not it, taking it personally.
0: I just want to throw that OS out there of uh, you better not let the commentator win, man.
1: Well, hold on, Abe.
2: Hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Didn't Lazy Freddie whoop your ass in like loser finals of a tournament Whoa, not too long that ago? That is
0: quite an interesting choice of words, my friend. Definitely.
2: Didn't he take didn't he take that money from you that you could have made?
0: Hey, listen, the... I didn't know it was gonna be that much money. Honestly, I was just there to have fun, because this is my game and I play for fun. Is, but is when I found like out, hold on, hold on. When I found out how much money I gave up, I was fucking pissed. <laughs> I, was like, wait, I was like, wait a minute. I forgot how much I got. I think I got like 50 bucks.
2: That was 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. So I, I put in $50 to that match. Reno, you won $50. I paid you mm-hmm. to lose. Um, That's what
0: happened. So when I played that match, I was like, ah, you know, I'm going to try to win this my way. Reminiscent of somebody else in this. Uh, bracket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, I'm gonna try to win my way Let me win this with Andy, Robert And I don't even know who the hell the other character was Psyche, maybe Maybe Psyche <laughs> Yeah, I don't know But I was like, I'm trying to have fun, right? And then I got there and I was like, jeez, Freddy, that was fun And then I saw the payout I got 50 bucks And Freddy got something upwards of $150 And I was like, dude <laughs> I could've used $150 What the hell? Um <laughs> Three times the amount of money I got. <laughs> uh, so anyway, safe to say I was not happy, and I uh, I put myself on the bill versus Freddy because I want that revenge, bro.
2: And this is gonna be a first of five show opener. That's right. First, so to you five. got yeah, you got the first block, and yeah, we could do that. We could tell people that hell pockets. Hmm. You're not commentating his match.
1: I'm not commentating his match. It's bullshit, dude. Abe. It's fine. You're not
2: gonna play and commentate at the same time. No. No, we got That's
0: also bullshit. Yeah, okay. We
2: we got we got the young bucks coming in to commentate. We got Rome himself
0: mm-hmm. and Aru
2: commentating yeah, this match.
0: Two uh very strong commentators that have been commentating damn near everything possible yes. for the past like three, four months. Um and uh, impressive talents in their own right. You know, Aru, a top eight evo commentator. Mm-hmm. Wonderful person. Some, to work with.
2: Something he shares in common with the three of us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: we're
1: so awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Oh, sorry, you, you guys can't see it through this here uh, voice, but I'm flexing so hard right now. Can, oh can you God. hear? It? Can Take
1: you? it easy uh, on your arm, man.
0: Remember your I'm, I'm flexing the left arm, not the right one. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh you're, not, you're not flexing the chest.
2: <laughs> it's always flexing.
0: Oh, stays hard.
2: Mm-hmm. Stay
1: hard same, same with me, man. Yeah, you know. Um, I'm of staying
0: hard. This lineup goes hard as shit. <laughs> so Ab. we have uh, Rome commentating and Aru, and uh, I mean. That's pretty well-rounded out, man. Myself, Hellpockets, Rome, Aru. Mm-hmm. And we got got Gibby on the ones and twos. Gibby producing? One of the best roles he plays ever? You guys realize all those amazing Mount Palos Arcade episodes were produced by this man. Mm Mm-hmm. Hi, that's me. Gibby, yeah. Master producer. Master, master, master producer. Master Master producer. producer. Master producer uh Dr. Master Producer. Yes, sure. I was doctor gonna say Super this guy is producer. Officially Dr. SK. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. Uh oh. and then next on <laughs> <laughs> next on the fight card, uh, we have Mr. KOF versus Casey o. Lapis. Um Honestly, uh so Mr. KOF just entered the last Angelo Pickles tournament and you know, this we're gonna do another official Neo Dojo live uh podcast talking about the entire event, but just to give a, a preview of a preview, um I'm thinking Mr.
1: is not gonna do too hot
0: against KCO
1: Lopez. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is that just uh based on a hunch or uh uh, uh man, I don't know, man. If he's we, friends, we can go into detail in another at a later date, obviously. If he's friends with Reynolds who uh they're training buddies, man. More than friends. Wow. They're over there sharing the sandbag. How does this work exactly? You know, one
0: guy gets three and another guy doesn't I guess does okay for not playing for a while, but
1: I wonder if they're like watching hey. each other just blow it.
2: <laughs> no, they're they're both boys because they both they both lost to Matador back to back.
0: Damn That is also something I wanted to note, shout outs to Matador. You are definitely gonna get featured in another one of those, uh these in the future, man. Uh, he accomplished something pretty great in that tournament, beating both of them in in tournament and getting second. But that is for a later date, Matador. You will get your turn. But right now we're worried about this matchup, Mr. KOL versus KCO Lapis. Has KCO Lapis, a.k.a. Uh, Casio Pedro, has he faded in skill, my friends?
1: Uh, I can't tell.
0: So Very I want to point out, this is not your you game. Know,
2: when <laughs> when Angelo started doing hmm. these lobbies again, mm-hmm. and he he jumped back in, you could see a little rust. Mm-hmm. Okay, he he also still plays with his boys out there, yeah. uh, the, the KCO heads, and there there's some rust, right? Mm-hmm. This man, after two or three weeks, scares the od in the country. Yeah, I agree, hands down, like. His EOD, if he touches you, oh yeah. shit! Look at you, you going for a ride? You getting looped?
1: Yeah. Did he just uh, like? He, did he just like whip that out?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like randomly after not doing it for like what two tournaments?
0: I'm sure he practiced, mm-hmm. but yeah, he mm-hmm. uh, he definitely started flexing that uh, best in the country, or as far as we've seen recently, um, the current active players that
2: we yeah. have like in the current tournament scene. Mm-hmm. He is. It's him.
0: You know, he also reminds you that you need to play top tier in this game. Because uh, uh, yeah. let me say, I tried playing Andy against Stadiori. Whoo, <laughs> that's tough.
2: A little bit of trouble, huh? Yeah. yeah, You yeah. know who does everything Andy does, mm. but better. Mister Karate. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't even need a fireball, bro. <laughs> but this this match is also going to be a first of five. Mm-hmm. Um, with mr kof uh he he wasn't terribly active during the king, king of fighters 14 days mm-hmm. busy with work he was he was still playing but he wasn't as prominent as he was mm. back in kof 13 uh and he, back in 2k2 um 11 he was easily one of the best kof11 players in the world mm-hmm. easily like there's no there's no debating that and now he's playing kof 13. On um, Parsec, with lapis,
0: and he's he back. and he's lost, bro. I'm sorry. Th- this is like uh, what's it called? Blast from the past. What's what's that movie with Brendan Fraser? Is it called Blast, Blast
2: from the past? Yeah. Yes.
0: This dude is like, what is Parsec? What is a cloud? Uh, you talking about Encino Man? I mean, that's in a more extreme situation, but sure. No, I'm
2: Encino Man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's Blast from the past. Okay. <laughs> Um, I know, watching him play last, last week was definitely sort of an Enseema Man moment. Well, here's the thing. He didn't look too bad. You know, you could still see the
0: uh, Mr. KOF of old in there somewhere, right? And I'm hoping that that experience is what's going to push him to really show out at the event. Because uh, he could get embarrassed. There is a good chance that he can get embarrassed.
1: Man, you're right. I just thought about it. I could have got embarrassed. I'm glad I'm not playing shit. Yeah, I know, dude. Uh, me versus you? <laughs> Wash. Forget about yeah. it. Well, that will never know.
0: <laughs> mm mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, that's a, that to me is a really exciting matchup, but uh, the last tournament is painting a story that is definitely in Casey Lapis' favor. Um, so now on to the next match. It is going to be Reynolds versus Juicebox. And this is going to round out our whole card. This is our main event. And uh, what are we playing up to, Gibby,
1: in this main event? This is a
2: first to seven.
1: Mm -hmm. I've got a little bit of a personal investment on this because I'm going to hold myself accountable for it because I said it on stream. Mm. But I did say I was going to throw $100 into the pot for Reynolds V Juice Bucks. I wanted this to happen so badly. We made it happen. Thanks a lot, guys. And I'm going to keep my word. I totally forgot about that, but thanks for reminding me I, I never we got a chance. T- to You guys are the ones that keep
0: reminding me of it. Shit, you're right. We take. I I just forgot
1: about it. I wouldn't have remembered. I was just shit. It's a good one. <laughs> I
2: never forgot.
1: Uh, but never, you thank didn't you. bring it up, man. <laughs> oh my god! I don't even have a hundred dollars. I'm, I'm unemployed over here, guys. Come on.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, little preview of this story. Uh, Reynolds just got 3 would in winners. <laughs> Against Juicebox. And he's lost every tournament that he's played him against uh, to him. So you need to rephrase it really quick. He
2: got 3-0'd. It was not a close 3-0.
0: No, it wasn't. It it was a wash. Yeah. And he lost to Matador, too. Um, He's just falling off the totem pole of KOF players. Uh, And again, we get a similar storyline with Mr. KOF of, like, he better get his shit together, man, because he could get embarrassed in an exhibition. In my opinion, this probably means more than a tournament because it's going to show the player's ability to truly adapt in a longer set. And that may be the only thing, in my opinion, that is in question for a juice box. Can he make it last in a long set? And everything's pointing to a resounding yes. If you've seen yeah. ancient aliens and you ask ancient astronauts... <laughs> He's <laughs> like, do you think Juice Juicebox to take this? It would be a resounding yes.
2: So I wanted to point out. So you said Reynolds could get embarrassed? Yeah. Right? I don't think he can get embarrassed with how good Juice has been playing and how much time he's been putting into the game. Juice is doing really well. He's won. He's, he entered three King of Fighters 13 tournaments in the yeah. past month, month and a half. How many of them did he win? Three? All of them. Three. This man is three for three in these events. And he's beaten Reynolds in two of them.
0: Here's the thing though, Gibby. People still aren't convinced. And I'm not saying this doesn't speak for me. I'm convinced that Juicebox is the better player right now. Mm-hmm. But some people aren't convinced that Reynolds has put on his best show. Um, And in my opinion... If he gets waxed in this event, it will be embarrassing. Well,
1: uh, not, by start... not by our standards.
0: Not by our standards, because we know Juice is a great player, and it's something that he he can be dominant in this match, right? Right. But the expectations of Reynold, despite him <laughs> losing over and over again, has been like, oh, he's just gonna show up one of these times, and just fucking kick ass. It hasn't <laughs> happened. Is this gonna be the event where it happens? Because after after this, what do you, what do you do? You just gotta dethrone yourself at this point you know people are gonna have to accept that if Juicebox takes this i mean what more does this man have to do he's
1: this already done so the great last for chance himself. he's got man this is literally it I, I this is something where really i i would have preferred that this happened before the second tournament but the second tournament's really just putting the exclamation point on this you know <laughs> like juice has only managed to improve beyond what we saw from him in the first time reynolds kind of looks to be in the same place yeah, uh, I've,
0: I've he's been practicing a little bit more, man. Mm-hmm. I know you've been uh, uh, the homie on Discord, and uh, I've seen uh, that KYF 13 light up a few times in the
1: past week, which is something I haven't seen before. I mean, I would hope he would take it that seriously because this is not just for funsies. There, there's money. There's my money on the line here. Yeah, you're right, man. I'm not trying to see some sandbagging trying to see blood and guts. And the thing is,
0: man, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of eyes on this. Um, I'm pretty confident. Despite going up against Capcom Cup. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, I forgot all about that. Damn. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> 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 We're playing
0: our game, man. Don't worry about that. Don't worry
1: about no time for a Capcom Cup, man. Like, we, got, we already got the real damn. We got Robert Garcia.
0: So, Gibby, are we going to... Well, are we going to confirm the time here or is that something we're still uh, in discussion? Uh, yes.
2: So we're going to start up 3 p.m. Pacific okay. on February 20th. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be pretty good. It's going to be long.
0: <laughs> you better tell that to because he was saying some wild shit the other day. He was like, do uh, you know what he said? This is an exclusive, <laughs> folks. The wild, this is... I hope he gets waxed by, by a juice box, to be honest. This is what he said. He said, so I'm going to have the first match, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have the first match of this event. Yeah, because I got stuff to do. <laughs> he's half joking, he said- but, he's okay. half jo- no, but I feel like he's kind of serious at the same time. And I was like, are you dumb? <laughs> Why would we do that? No. He...
2: Oh, no. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: like you're throwing a monkey wrench in here. Like you... <laughs> so, that 3 tell, p.m. You tell him he, he's the main event. No, no, There's no room for budging on that.
0: So, that 3 p.m. may still be tentative, folks. Maybe we might bump that up an hour just to make sure we get that main card in nice and solid.
1: Why the hell would the yeah. main card go first? What the, God,
0: No, no. We're lose. not doing the main card first. This is why he's going to lose, man. Jesus. Yeah, I know, bro. He's, he's thinking level six Yomi, which...
1: Nobody's there. He's, he's there by himself. To, he's <laughs> trying to pull that Miyamoto Musashi, Musashi shit where he's just all like, oh, I'm going to set the time and then show up late. And piss <laughs> off my opponent. Uh,
0: yeah, well, that's the more or less announcement of what's going on with Neo Dojo Special. But the other announcement is live podcast on Thursday uh, featuring the goons that are here today. And our one of our commentators has confirmed so far, Aru, will also be there just waiting on Rome. For a confirmation. And we will do a full blown breakdown. um, From all of us. As to what we expect. Who we think is going to win. And all that stuff. Basically a more in depth of what we just talked about. And uh, get to include some voices. And opinions from Rome and Aru. Which I'm pretty sure. Would be a little different. Than the way that we see it. Mm. Uh, So I'm really excited about that. And the last thing. To announce is that. There has been a match created for this event. Uh, and I'm pretty damn excited to try to support the community and not and this is something we've all talked about talked about or Gaby talked about with you is that we really want to support everybody involved. You know, and that's what the goal of this match arena is. It's not just for the players, but it's for the commentators, for the people that are helping us produce. Also, I'd like to shout out to Angela Pickles and Andy OCR. They're going to be helping us as well with the event to bring the most um, efficient event we could possibly run using Parsec plus Cloud. So that's the goal. And, um, you know, I hope that we can do pretty well with that. And I feel like we will, you know, Mm -hmm. right. Gibby, we got to support our peoples, man. Yep. Like I would
2: like to get them as much as we can get them. Mm -hmm. Um, I want people to be taken care of, whether it's by us, whether it's with the help of the community, I want everybody to help each other. And I'm sure we could do it. Yep, because I sure should planned on paying everybody out of pocket, <laughs> <laughs> and I like, we'll see where this match Reno gets us.
1: Uh, I've already said everything I'm gonna say. Let's just get it done, guys.
0: Well, the last thing I'll say is, and and I'm pretty sure all you guys can agree. Pretty much a hundred percent of all the money we've ever made with Game games has gone back into the community wow. in some way, shape, or form. Yes, like yeah, we need to start pocketing some of that full,
2: shit. Full like... disclosure: we've we have like actually not spent a penny on anything personal. If if it's something that was for us, like me, for instance, oh, I I used some of the money for travel funds to get to Super Arcade to run Neo Dojo mm-hmm. every month. Mm-hmm. And even then, I wouldn't do it all the time. i just do it some of the time. Uh, we've used money to skip. Yeah. We use money to do suites. We use money to fly players out places. Used use our own money to pay out players for events. Um, yeah. All the money that we get from donations, from subs, from YouTube, from, from t-shirt anything. And t shirt sales. T shirt sales as well.
0: When are we getting more t shirts? Uh, hey, uh, uh, what the hell? Breaking news. Uh, <laughs> Neo Dojo special this new version that we have up here in our advertisement will have an exclusive uh, t-shirt available this Thursday oh snap what really Yes. it will be buy a this? black shirt with this exact uh, red outline on the Game Goons teespring there's Excellent. already another Neo Dojo but it's for, it's for the um, the last one that we did so exclusive black color again all the money has gone to support the community and create events like this uh if we felt like we couldn't pay everybody out and take care of everybody this is not something that we could do but obviously it's through the support of you guys and i think everybody's been doing a great job at supporting these events with their maturinos and you know this is something that we want to give back to entertain you guys and doing something that we love and you guys appreciate and also allowing these people to not waste their time and to get compensated for it because I feel like and we feel like the talent here is at such a high level that they should be compensated if at all possible and it's definitely something that we could uh, help happen right folks right Mm Mm-hmm all right so uh we've come to the the end of this podcast um it's been great uh really good opinions good topics um a lot of hope in the future for kof community and video games in general fighting games a lot of great releases and all that uh but i want to leave this last minute or two to let you guys speak on like i don't know i know gibby you've been up to stuff hell pockets you've been creating content I guess I'll start off with Hellpockets. Chris. Yes. You just put up a video with your analysis of Joe Higashi, right?
1: Our analysis,
0: man. And Well, yeah. Conducted by Hellpockets. Okay. Uh, You've been doing a lot of streams. You've been doing that. Is that something we can expect in the future
1: till release, possibly? Some more e-streams? Are you done? What's going on so, with you, man? I mean, so the the interesting thing here was that when they started releasing the K with 15 um character trailers uh i was doing my best to break them down and like disseminate information Uh on twitter via twitter videos um surrounding the uh the trailers and uh, as (laughs) short as these trailers are yeah it was a little difficult to do Uh um and so i got it in my head you know Instead of trying to get blood from a stone, let's just, you know, analyze it as it's happening live. You know, let's react to it a little bit. As loath as I am to admit that, you know, I am doing a reaction video, I am doing a reaction video and an analysis video. Yeah. Um. And it, I think it's been going pretty well. Uh, We did one for Yori and we did one for Joe and the Joe one finally went up on YouTube. So, you know, I think uh, this might become a trend. So definitely expect not. Well, yeah, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. if the character trailers are dropping to have me have a live analysis of it. And Abe, if you're around, I invite you and Gibby to join me. Oh, what a pleasure. Of course I would. Yeah. Oh, and of yeah. course you can always check. You can also catch me on Tuesdays and maybe Thursday. We've been kind of busy on Thursdays. So I meant have to, have to switch up my second day of streaming. But you can always catch me on Tuesdays from 6 to 10. And I'm just streaming variety games right now, I'm working on East 9. Awesome, man. So, yeah. and you got a PS Five, and I got a PS Five. Yeah, nice. he's got a PS Five, and I got a PS Five. Keep rubbing it in. And I got oh, I freaking uh, Ratchet and Clank got a release date. So, what is it July? I'm finally gonna get the PS Five game, guys. I'm so mad, bro. I need mean, for <laughs> bad, dude.
2: God, be... when God of War comes out, I need it. I need it before God of War comes what out. What
0: about Resident uh, Evil, bro?
2: I, I can wait, or maybe if it's, if it's VR and I get to have like you know the VR experience, I'll probably yeah. do that and stream it. Does uh, PS Five have VR?
0: I don't know yet. It should. Oh. Uh, I think it's a backwards compatible type thing, though. I don't know if it's its Mm-mm. own thing. Uh, well, what have you been up to, Gibby? What's What's your uh, your future looking like with Game Goons content and whatever else you're up to?
2: I have been streaming Cyber Shadow. Mm, by, by beat yeah, Cyber Shadow. Oh, so um, I'm gonna go back to streaming. Probably some more variety of you know retro games or new new games that are done in retro style.
3: Yeah,
2: uh, I will very likely be doing a little donation stream for myself to help me get a mister to help, ooh, baby. You know,
0: Yes, we need stream our stream some of these games, our fellow goon to get that.
2: Um, outside of that, ooh, I've been helping out with various tournaments around the universe. Uh, main one being a weekly Tekken tournament on Wednesdays, which is why I can never stream on Wednesdays, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, we run it on RIP's channel, level up your games called ICFC. It's open up to to the entire entirety of North America. So, is it North? No, it's Mexico, Canada, US. Sorry. I don't know if that's the entirety of North America. I don't know geography. (laughs) But I've I've been waiting on Hellpocket Center.
1: Uh,. Uh, you know... 725 enters it. I'm a, I'm a, a little <laughs> busy, you know? I've been, like, you know, trying to clean up the house. Like, fiancé just moved in, so we're trying to, like, get everything in order. It's kind of not really a good time to be entering online tournaments, you know? Staring um. at my PS5 that I
2: don't play, it's,
1: uh life's hard.
2: <laughs> this PS5 is bigger than my child. Yes. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> I bench oh, yeah. press um, it. I'm just doing things uh in the back end for a lot of events which i've been doing for years but now since everything has shifted to online Mm -hmm. uh, i'm trying to help some some of the snk people with their events uh trying to help them improve stuff and hopefully with what we do with the neo dojo special yeah and some of the some of the upcoming events that i'm helping people out with it can help them uh run a better quality production I, don't, I know not everybody's about that, but I like that. I like it to be nice, and I would like for us to have that.
0: Hey, are, are we doing one of those things we used to do for the community? Speaking of uh, doing community things.
2: Things we used yeah. to do, goon sweets.
0: No, oh, unfortunately, Man, don't don't make me sad, don't, dude. Don't Jeez. get sanctioned <laughs> anymore, bro. Uh, the committee has to say no to that. Yeah, we're uh, it's gonna be a uh, are we not allowed to talk about it, or are we just keep it under wraps? So, you can just mention it real quick if you want to. If not, it's cool. You have any idea what I'm talking about? He probably no. doesn't, bro. I genuinely don't. What do we do for the community, man? What like is videos? a service we provide? Uh, You're kind of on the tip of it. You know, you want people. To oh, the boot it. camps. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, we don't have a, a lockdown date on it yet. It's either going to be. march 4th or march 11th Mm -hmm. it's one of those two dates but it's gonna be a samurai showdown boot camp uh we're gonna be doing it together with angela pickles and Mm ndocr so we can help get some some samurai showdown commentators a bit more uh familiar and acquainted with some things try to help them improve uh what they already have because a lot of them are already are good but we want to we want to make them better than they than they currently are. Which is not a knock against them, it's just everyone can improve.
0: Also to possibly create some reels and possibly get yes. some jobs. You
2: know? Yes, so reels are very important. And I want all of our players to have reels because when when an event like say Combo Break or Evo or CEO rolls around, they ask you for a reel. And a lot of the commentators who just do like weeklies are just like, oh, real? reel, what is that? You'll have one gonna do like 20 match i don't know how many matches we're gonna do but uh we'll get with angela pickles and finalize the players or she already has all the players in the commentators ready uh we just need to finalize the date and it's one of those two fourths of the okay.
0: 11th of march sounds good man um i almost just threw up <clears> hey <throat> <Damn. laughs> dude. Uh, dude no <clears throat> fuck i was having um uh... Uh, Mix tequila drink. <laughs> Too much tequila. And it shot back up my throat as you were talking, and I almost barfed. On oh my god. <laughs> no.
1: Anyways. <laughs> not like this.
2: Hey, everybody, welcome to. Which it's podcast? Being... Is this the Med A podcast? Is it's this Neo? A... Chess Chess is this the Mockets. fatal showdown? What, what What are we doing? Oh God!
0: He's dead now, man. He's <laughs> okay, I'm back. I'm back. Welcome
1: to Chessblock.
3: Don't Mockets.
2: die.
0: Uh, don't starve. Uh, great game. Um, okay, guys. Um, we're gonna close it up. Thank you guys for joining me. Awesome, awesome podcast. Thank you guys. Uh, everybody else, you guys have a good night. Look forward to all the stuff we're gonna be doing. Game Goose for life. Uh, this has been the MetaAid Podcast, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Have a good one.